Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The LSU Tigers. LSU wins the BCS. Taking it all the way. One team, one heartbeat. The New Orleans Hornets select Anthony Davis. And I tell you, Mardi Gras about to break out. Talk about my Saints. To the 20. Geis. Touchdown. Who that? This is the Chris Gordy Show. What's going on, New Orleans? Welcome into the Chris Gordy Show here on Sports 1280 New Orleans. Coming to you live from the Oshner Sports Performance Center out here. It's the uh, New Orleans football team takes on the Houston football team in a joint practice. And a pleasure to be joined right out of the gates by uh, Herbie Teopi of the of NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune. Herbie, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Chris? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad to uh, have you jump aboard. First time on the show. Of course, we come on right before your co-workers, Larry and Jeff, with Duncan Holder. But uh, The two divas. The, the two divas, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, having the joint practice here with uh, with the Texans coming to town. Uh, with, just last week, the Saints went out to California, had the joint practices with, with the Chargers. Uh, I guess the question, first and foremost, Sean Payton said yesterday they're going to play a lot more of the starters this week, being the preseason week three game. But why have we not seen Drew Brees yet? I mean, this is we've seen some guys get get you know uh, not play in the preseason and that sort of thing for, across the league. But Sean Payton's always played Brees. Brees is always playing the preseason games. Why have we not seen him yet? Well, I think like preseason itself is is an evaluation process, and when you have a guy like Drew Brees who's going to be a surefire first ballot Hall of Fame candidate or, or he'll be in the Hall of Fame period. He's a guy that doesn't need preseason repetition. So when you've got four quarterbacks on the roster with Chase Daniel, Ryan Nassib, and Garrett Grayson, you want to give them as much time as possible in the first couple of preseason games because, again, it's an evaluation process. The third preseason game is where you traditionally see a lot of your starters go beyond halftime to the early third quarter because, as is traditionally known around the NFL, the third preseason game is viewed as a rehearsal of sorts for the regular season. Reason being is because that fourth preseason game, don't blink because you might not see any of the starters out there. <laughs> so when, when Peyton decides to rest Drew Brees, I don't have a problem with that. And I, don't, and I think most Saints fans shouldn't have a problem with that either because you know what this guy is capable of. Yeah, no, I, no doubt. I just, again, it was, it's just been odd to me. I mean, uh, and we've seen it across the league. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger didn't play last week because a lot of the big names aren't playing in preseason. And I guess it's just the injury concern. So really a lot of, a lot of teams are concerned about their guys getting hurt and you know, it's catastrophic if you have an injury uh, in the preseason. We saw it with Odell Beckham last week. But um, as we look towards this week, the preseason week three is always the – this is like the dress rehearsal. This mm-hmm. is the game where, where you really get to tune up and, and see what your team's made of. A lot of questions with this offensive line. Ryan Ramchick, I, I went back and watched the film. Mixed review last week. I mean, I thought early on he played well, obviously, in the run run blocking for, for Kamara and then uh, pass protection. And then later on, you know, he, he broke down going against the guys like Ingram and Bosa and whatnot. Really big test this week with J.J. Watt, Jadavian Clowney, and that Texans defensive front. This will be a nice test, right, for this 
Texans D-line going up against the uh, Saints O-line. Oh, two straight weeks for the young Ryan Ramchick with a test by fire. Last week you mentioned it, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. And for the most part, during the joint practices, he actually had his moments where he looked pretty good. He looked that, – that, don't forget, that Camaro run doesn't happen if not – Ryan Jaramchek kicking his guy out. Right. John Phillips obviously had a good block in there as well as Andrus Pete. When I look back at that thing, he was like eight, nine yards down the field blocking this guy. But yeah. they ran a lot to the left side last week early, and Kamara's run doesn't happen if not for Ramchek. He's a rookie, and that's the key thing here. But I think these next two, these first two weeks of preseason action for him against the Chargers and now against the Houston Texans and that stout defensive line. Should it prepare him well for the regular season? Because he's going against some of the league's top pass rushers. We're talking the elite of the elite here. And Joey Bosa is no, nobody. Granted, it was his rookie season last year, <laughs> but he's a guy who's on the up and up too. Uh, Max Unger, it was good to finally get him back out yes. there. Sean Payton said yesterday uh, he doesn't know yet if he's going to play him this week. I would think probably not. Maybe safer to keep him uh, keep him out. Maybe play him a little bit in these joint practices. But obviously, it's been it's been one of the storylines of camp. Uh, the training camps I've been out here, high snap after high snap. Uh, Laribius just he's not good at the center position. So uh, obviously, good news for the team. Good news for Drew Brees to be able to get Unger back here, and it looks like he's going to be ready to go for Week One. Yeah, and, it, and that's fantastic news because, as you know, back in May he had the foot surgery, the same injury that kept him out of the Tampa game, Tampa Bay game, late in the 2016 season. But the fact is, he's he is out there practicing. He's no longer on the physically unable to perform list, also known as the pup list. And the early projections back in May was they were targeting the third, fourth preseason game, and he will be ready for the regular season. And you're absolutely correct. Getting this guy back on the offensive line is going to be huge for this, this scheme because, as most people know, the Saints offense is predicated on timing mm-hmm. and cohesion and chemistry and all that good stuff there. And when you have high snaps, it throws everything off. Unger is a guy that, because he's a veteran, he knows the scheme very well. He's not a guy I don't believe that – absolutely needs preseason snaps or or even training camp snaps because you know what you're getting with him. The other key thing there is they have a new right guard Mm -hmm. in Larry Warford. So getting Unger back in the mix there to gel with some of these guys in practices will help a lot. Absolutely. We're talking with uh, Herbie Teope of uh, of NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune. We're live at the Oshner Sports Performance Center out here as uh, New Orleans taking on Houston in a joint practice today. Um, let's let's talk about the the defense. Obviously, the story of the game on Sunday night, I thought, was the linebackers, mm-hmm. but I mean, also the D line and the secondary. I mean, a lot of those, a couple of those sacks came because the coverage downfield was really good. Um, but to me, the linebackers is what stood out the most, and we've seen this for, from Dennis Allen last year and a lot this year. But the different blitzes he shows, the different looks pre-snap. I mean, some guys hand in the dirt, some guys standing up on the line, and it, you never know who's coming. Different linebackers, different guys dropping. But I thought very impressive game, obviously for Manti Te'o going back to his, his where he started in San Diego. But I thought AJ Klein has showed some really good signs dropping back and, and rushing. And uh, just talk a little bit about that linebacker core. The biggest key thing, the biggest thing I think that you didn't mention is the addition of Mike Nolan as the linebackers coach. And he is getting the most out of this group here. I think when you look at this linebacker core, and the start of training camp, you saw A.J. Klein, Craig Robertson, and Manti Teo as your starting three linebackers. And they started the the second preseason game. And you look at the depth chart, even though it's unofficial, those three guys are still there. But Nolan's presence has really settled that core down. You no longer have – the unknown like you've had in the past couple seasons here, you know what you have there. And the fact that he's able to coach these guys up 
says a lot of his coaching ability and also the talent that the Saints have brought in. And, and the one guy that I'm really high on is number 47, mm-hmm. Thor. You know, <laughs> rookie Alex Anzalone. His coverage skills, when you watch him, it's amazing. He always seems to be around the football. Yeah, and he got called for the penalty in the game on Sunday, a little handsy. But that's going to happen with a rookie uh, making the transition. And you can live with those as long as he's making the smart plays you know, and showing the, the signs of progression. I agree with you. I like Anzalone and um, really looking forward to seeing him. Uh, last question, I guess, for you, uh, Lattimore. What have you seen from him getting back out on the field now and um, his progression so far? Well, the biggest thing that's concerning me right now is the missed time. You know, when you draft a guy as the 11th overall pick of the 2017 NFL draft, when, when, when he misses practices like he did, it kind of sets you back because Delvin Bro is out. And so they've had to run with a hodgepodge or a collection of P.J. Williams, Ken Crowley, and Devontae Harris. And I don't think that's what you wanted to do all throughout training camp. So with Marshawn Lattimore, it's a matter of him getting his legs back under him and getting up to game speed. He has the coverage ability. He came out of Ohio State, highly touted as the top cover corner in the in the draft. So mm-hmm. you get that skill set, you get his legs under him, and it, it'll do very well because from talking to Aaron Glenn, from talking to some of the cornerbacks, the Saints want to incorporate more press man coverage this year. And in order to do that, you got to have healthy people. Yeah, no, absolutely. And especially not having um, – uh, Delvin Bro, and obviously you need a guy like Lattimore, one, to be available, as Sean Payton always says, but two, to, to actually play and make an impact. And look, you know, if you go through, if he makes his mistakes as a rookie, look, we can live with those. We just want to see that growth. We want to see him develop it and get better. All right, last question for you. Uh, the receiver court, do, is the receiving court pretty much set? I mean, do we know uh, basically the, the, the guys that are going to make the roster at this point? I think your top four are, are very interesting. Obviously, Ted Ginn, Willie Sneed. How in the world did I leave out Mike Thomas? Mike Thomas. The number one guy there. <laughs> uh, Brandon Coleman, even though he's kind of like tapered off from his early part of camp, the fifth wide receiver position is where it gets very, very interesting because Corey Fuller started out with a bang mm-hmm. at the start of training camp, but he's been on. He, we haven't heard much from him or even seen much of him in recent weeks because he also got hurt. He got hurt, right. The guy who is just doing it every single day, number 87, Tommy, Tommy Lee Lewis. Lewis. Yep. So the, the Saints have a dilemma here. Do we keep five receivers or do we keep six? Because if you keep six wide receivers, now it's to the detriment of another position where you need depth. But I think like your top four are set in stone. It's where that fifth spot comes in that's it's really going to be very interesting. Yeah, but it, I don't see how you can cut Tommy Lee Lewis. I just right, yeah, well, especially, I mean, that, that, that game against Cleveland, I mean, he was he was making waves across uh, every every national outlet was playing highlights of, of Tommy Lee Lewis. So we'll see Obviously, two more preseason games to go here. We'll see uh, if any of those guys can, can make a name for themselves. He is Herbie Teope, NOLA.com, and Times What are you working on today? Oh, well, hey, the end of training camp, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he, Herbie's the end just, of training camp. Herbie's just ready to get it started. All right, we'll, we'll take our first break. This is the Chris Gordy Show live here on Sports 1280 New Orleans. Don't go anywhere. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 